Podcast One Production. Your morning agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 29th of January. The Queensland Premier is calling for JobKeeper to be extended to prop up the ailing tourism industry. It comes as the Sunshine State reopens to Greater Sydney from Monday. Anastasia Palaszczuk shutting the borders just days before Christmas last year after a COVID outbreak in Sydney. While Miss Palaszczuk had promised to keep hard borders until 28 days of no community transmission in New South Wales, she says it is now safe to travel. Uh, Dr Young is very confident that she's had discussions with the Chief Health Officer in New South Wales and those um, cases can be related back to those original um, clusters. So she is very confident that the 28 days has been met. While businesses are welcoming the easing of border restrictions, they've renewed calls for a national approach with more certainty. New South Wales Treasurer Dominic Perrottet has slammed the Queensland government's new calls for financial assistance. It's Queensland, it's beautiful one day subsidised uh, by New South Wales the next, uh, or the Commonwealth. And um, this is the challenge that we're going to have going forward. The decisions of the day that state governments make have significant economic impacts on their people. A specialist team from the World Health Organisation has started its investigation into the origins of the COVID pandemic in Wuhan. The 13 researchers, which includes one Australian, have completed their 14 days of quarantine in the Chinese city and will start interviewing patients in hospitals and workers from the wet market believed to be at the centre of the initial outbreak. It's still unclear how heavily involved China will be in the ongoing investigation. The federal criminal watchdog is investigating possible betting fraud in the Australian of the Year Awards. The National Australia Day Council has made a referral to the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission of a potential leak of the winner's name. Grace Tame went from an outside chance to the front runner back in December last year before winning the top award. And it's being hailed as the ultimate revenge of the nerds, worthy of a Hollywood blockbuster. An army of amateur traders has taken on the pros on Wall Street and caused complete chaos, with billions of dollars wiped off the market in the David and Goliath battle. A gaming company's stocks have become the battleground, with Reddit users attempting to bankrupt hedge fund managers. And we'll have more details on this story coming up shortly in Finance. Now for a look at what else is making news around the country this Friday morning. Police are looking for the driver of a car that was speeding through Melbourne's Burke Street Mall yesterday. The terrifying incident sparking memories of the horrific 2017 attack which killed six people and injured 27 others. Our reporter Eleanor Harrison-Dengate has the details. Just before 5pm yesterday, police attempted to stop a green Mitsubishi Lancer before it drove erratically down Burke Street in Melbourne. Bystanders leapt out of the path of the vehicle as it flew along tram tracks, crashing into a bollard before the driver did a U-turn and took off. Police eventually caught up with the car, finding it on Ashworth Street in Albert Park about an hour and a half later with its plates missing. No injuries have been reported and police don't think the driver was targeting pedestrians. 
Authorities in New South Wales are preparing for the rollout of the COVID vaccine to start next month, with the state's first vaccination hubs revealed. It comes as restrictions ease in Greater Sydney, and our reporter, Siobhan Caulfield, has more. Yeah, Tash, the COVID vaccine rollout is starting to feel very real, with our state's first vaccination hubs being revealed. The first doses of the Pfizer jab will be available at 11 sites across New South Wales. That includes Westmead, Royal Prince Alfred, Liverpool and Nepean Hospitals. Frontline workers and residents in aged care among the first to roll up their sleeves late next month. It comes with Sydney welcoming more freedoms from today. We can have up to 30 people at our house, groups of 50 outdoors and up to 300 at weddings and funerals. Hospitality venues don't have a cap, but the four square metre rule still does apply. That could be changed, though, if things continue to go well. As for masks, they're no longer mandatory at the shops or supermarket, but they are still strongly recommended. And an incredible escape for a man in far north Queensland after being attacked by a crocodile. Our reporter Susan Graham Bryan has the details. That's right, Tash. A 44-year-old man was bitten on the head, shoulder and hand at Lake Placid near Cairns yesterday, having to prise the jaws apart to free himself. He has puncture wounds, but amazingly, no breaks or fractures. Remarkably, after the attack, he had to get back into the water to swim for help. He took what he described as a slow swim back to uh, the bank where he was able to drag himself out of the water. He was obviously concerned making that swim that the, the animal would come up and attack him again, but thankfully he didn't. Critical care paramedic Paul Sweeney there from the Queensland Ambulance Service. The man is expected to make a full recovery. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at Canstar. Effie, good morning. Now, we mentioned earlier this David and Goliath battle from the US that's wiped billions of dollars off Wall Street. It is an extraordinary story. Yeah, this has all the makings of a blockbuster. It involves a business called GameStop, essentially selling games. It involves a whole group of retail investors and on a chat room so big can sway price. And then it involves the fund managers. Now, essentially, this stock has gone up 1,800% in just this year alone. And essentially, it's gone up because of these DIY investors all getting together and basically plotting against what these fund managers are suggesting the share price is going to go. So this unexpected surge has caught US short sellers out completely off guard and they're now crying foul play that this is systematically wrong. It's an interesting one to watch because essentially these retail investors have altered the market conditions. And if all of us could be affected by this massive David and Goliath battle, couldn't we? This is the thing, and this is the thing I'm not hearing too much about. While I think this is amazing and while I think it's power to people as retail investors, we've got to remember that these fund managers are investing other people's money, your money, my money, could be even their money. So this is the scary thing about it. And if you also more evidence that we are set to see a massive increase in house prices. 
Yeah, look, the, the property market has proven again and again that's unstoppable, and, and you could even say virus-proof. Uh, domain data that just came out yesterday showed that over the December quarter, they jumped to their steepest levels, up 4.1%. Now, when you're looking at Sydney medium house prices, it's over 1.2 million. Melbourne is just sitting over 936,000. Look, every city recorded massive growth, except for Darwin and Perth, and this phenomenal growth is expected to continue, and a lot of that's got to do with low interest rates, stimulus payments, and first-home buyer's grants. Now, speaking to several brokers, and there is demand there from first-home buyers. That's continuing, and they're seeing a big rise in mum and dad jumping in. Now, when it comes to helping your kids get a foot in a property ladder, there are a number of options, including guaranteeing their loan, but my tip here is to make sure you limit your liability. Ask the lender if you can be released from the guarantee once your child has reduced their loan to valuation ratio of 80% or less. And look, yeah, there are lots of grants and just be aware some of them are ending. Of course, the Home Builder Scheme, which gives people up to $15,000 to buy new homes to undertake major renovations. That ends at the end of March. Effie, thanks so much. Thank you. Time to check sport now this Friday with Tony Squires. Tony, good morning. A big name tip to defect from the NRL to Rugby Union. Yeah, Natasha, the man with the dancing feet, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. Now, he's reported to be eyeing off the spot in the All Blacks 2023 World Cup team. Gee, look good. The New Zealand Warriors skipper, he was absolutely inspirational during the pandemic chaos last year. He's set to play out this season before making a move to the Auckland Blues and Super Rugby. He's on a million dollars a season at the Warriors, but... He'll take a cut for that famous All Blacks jersey. It's not great news for new coach Nathan Brown before a tackle's even made in the new season. And talking about the Wallabies now, just what colour gold will the Wallabies be wearing? It takes me back to the glory days. Oh, it's so good. It's been 50 shades of gold, Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) A room full of Australian rugby legends come fashion experts. Uh, the last night they decided which gold for the men in gold. Turns out it's a classic gold jersey of the 1991 World Cup winning team. That will be the colour. Just pip the 1984 Grand Slam strip. I love it. I mean, Tash, let's face it, there's been no consistent colour for a long time now. The jersey's sort of gone from gold to yellow. And as I look at my Wallaby jersey colour chart, there's also <laughs> been lemon chiffon, canary, Dijon mustard and downy duckling, which is cute but uh, not at all intimidating. I think it's a step in the right direction. You're now an interior designer there with your colours, Tony. (laughs) 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 To the NBA now, and Ben Simmons was impressive again for the 76ers. Wow. Young Aussie came up with his third triple-double of the season, 17 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists as uh, Philadelphia. They held out LeBron James as LA Lakers, 107-106. This kid is constantly bagged in social media and by some experts, but he is just plain awesome. It was the Lakers' first loss on the road this season. Leaves the 76ers at the top of their conference. Incredibly impressive player. Happy Friday, Tony. Thank you. Thanks, Natasha. Checking the weather details around the country now this Friday morning as we head into the weekend and after those scorching temperatures across Australia earlier this week, rain is set to continue over the next few days for many capital cities. To Brisbane firstly, shower or two, 30 degrees on the way. Showers also expected for Sydney and Melbourne with 23 degrees expected in both capital cities there. Canberra showers on the way, possible heavy falls with 19 degrees. Hobart rain developing, 22. Early shower or two on the way for Adelaide, 27. 
34 and sunny today for beautiful Perth and rain with a possible storm on the way and a high of 30 for Darwin. And the popular Netflix period drama Bridgerton has smashed the record books. The series has become the streamer's biggest show ever, with season one watched by 82 million users around the world in just the first month alone. According to Netflix, the show hit the top 10 in every country except Japan, and it's been confirmed with no surprises that a second series is now in the works. And we cannot wait. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. Please rate and review and you can also follow us on your socials at Your Morning Agenda on Instagram. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. And we look forward to seeing you on Monday.